0: Greet you all in the name of matchless Jesus Christ. How are you doing? I'm sure God has been protecting you, providing you, and He's been gracious to you all these days. Yes. Now let's go ahead straight into the word or the word of encouragement for this month, the month of November. Let me tell you, God has been insisting me to read. One book from the Bible time and again, again and again, for days together. And I'm like, God, why do you want me to read this book from the Bible? It's the small, one of the smallest books in the Bible. I can finish reading this in less than an hour, less than 30 minutes. But God is like, read again, read again, read again. And I'm reading it again, reading it again, until I realized what God is trying to communicate. In fact, God gave me an answer for a question that I've been asking for a long period and I'm sure this could be your question as well. You know what was the question? My dear brothers, my dear sisters, elders, children, everyone who's watching this video or listening it through the podcast, the question is, why God does not punish my offenders? My offenders are still joyful. My offenders do not repent. They don't even realize that they hurt me. Is this your question as well? Are you having this question deep inside? You see your offenders rejoicing. You see your offenders not even repenting, not even understanding that they have hurt someone through words, through actions, through deeds, or whatever it could be. Is this your question? then this book from the Bible is your answer. You know what the book is? It's the book of Jonah. Now, first time when I read, I'm like, God, I know this. I've been mean, hearing this from my Sunday school. God wanted Jonah to go to Nineveh to go ahead and prophesy about the great disaster that is coming over the city. And uh, this man was afraid to go and tell this, so he ran all the way to Tarshish and the Big whale came and swallowed him and spit him out on the third day. We all know this story. God, why do you want me to read again? What's there in this? And as I was reading constantly towards the end of the chapter, Jonah was so offended that a a, a small plant which grew overnight from nowhere and it withered and it just went off, no shade for him. And he was so angry with God. Like, God, why do you do this to me? The plant just came out of nowhere and it just went out of nowhere. I'm, I'm in this crouching sun. It's better that I die how many times we have had this feeling. That's better that I die to go instead of going through this humiliations, betrayals, backstabbing and so much. Chona was also there in the same situation. But if you read towards the end of the chapter, you will know God clearly asking him, is that valid? Is that good? Is that correct for you to be angry? You are so concerned about a plant which came the very previous day out of nowhere and is withered. Would not I have mercy on my people whom I created? The city that I created. The offenders are also creation of God. The God who is merciful to you and me would also be merciful to our offenders out of compassion, out of love. But remember, He is a just God and He will do justice at the right time. But how many times God has forgiven me and you? We have experienced God's forgiveness multiple times, didn't we? We would have offended someone as well. If all the offenders should be punished immediately, then we would have been punished long back. At least me, I don't know about you. For all that I've done in my past, I would have been under the grave. But I'm above this earth. I'm I'm preaching the word of God. I am called the servant of God. It's his perfect grace. And God wants everybody to repent, come back to Him, experience His love. So God is merciful with your offenders as well. Because God gives opportunity to everyone to come back to His love, His divine love. Just like you and me, who have been sinners once, repentant for our sins, and we are back to the divine love. God is waiting for your offender and my offenders to come back to them. Let God do His work. And we will do our work. We are called to glorify His name through our actions, through our life, through what we speak, to how, to, to, to how we uh, we behave, our characters, our everything should reflect God. That's what we are called for. And God will do His work of judging people. We are not here to judge. We are not the judge at all. We need to remember that. This is what God spoke to me. Yes, I know people have offended you. I know your own people have discouraged you or disowned you. But I still have compassion for them. I will wait for them to repent and come back to my love. And it is my doing. It is my work. Let me do my work and you do what you are called for. So that was an eye-opener for me. I am sure this word would encourage you as well because there is no one who has not been offended. But don't be concentrating on the offenders. But concentrate on him who forgave our offenses. Do you know what I mean? If this word has really encouraged you, please forget all the offenders. Hand them over to the God Almighty for him to do justice. Let's not crib, let's not think about it. Let's go forward and reach the destiny that God has set for us. And if this is what you are planning to do, let's pray together. Our dear loving Heavenly Father, we commit ourselves into your throne of grace. Lord, all this while, we have been thinking about the offenders. We will be thinking about our offense. We will be be thinking about how we were hurt. Lord, help us to come out of our hearts, O Lord Jesus. Help us to understand that you will judge each and everyone, including us. And Lord, you are merciful God at the same time. Let us live a life that pleases you, O Father. Let's not live on our past. Let's move forward to the destiny that you have designed for us. Give us more grace, more strength, more wisdom, more anointing. And in Jesus' matchless name, we thank and pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful month ahead.